Today is Tuesday, June 27th. You're tuned in to another edition of Box to Rose HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Ware. This is our seventh podcast. And, you know, again, we're taking a look at all 50 HBCU football playing institutions over the next couple of months or so, getting you set or leading up to the first game of the season between Texas Southern and Florida A&M. And we've had a good time uh, so far in these last six days. On today, we're going to take a look at Bowie State. And as a matter of fact, we're going to be joined by their head football coach, Damon Wilson, here on the program, his ninth season as the head football coach at Bowie State. And I, you know, I, I really like Bowie State. They, they've had some tough luck the last couple of years falling to Winston-Salem State in back-to-back CIAA championship games. We had a high-scoring affair on last year, 43-33, to Winston-Salem State prevailing. And then a couple of years ago, we were tied at 14 apiece, and Winston-Salem State kicks a field goal with no time on the clock, wins that game 17-14. to You know, I... Listen, I like Bowie State in the north. And one of the main reasons that I like Bowie State in the north is because of a young man by the name of Amir Hall. Be prepared to hear that name this year. He's just a junior. He's the quarterback for Bowie State. And and, and listen to this. Last year was his first full season. He was a sophomore last year. If you go back to his freshman season in 2015, I'm, I believe Bowie State was going to redshirt him, but he was forced to play because of some injuries and such down the stretch for Bowie State. And he was forced to play in the playoffs. So even though he didn't play throughout the course of the whole season, he had to play in the playoffs, which means he his he he used up his freshman year of eligibility. A lot of times, uh, let's say if you maybe don't or if you play maybe the first three games and then you get injured, you can ask for a hardship from the NCAA. A lot of times that'll get granted and you'll have an extra year. Well, you know, he played in postseason play for Bowie State, so he he exhausted his eligibility, eligibility as a freshman. But he comes back as a sophomore. He comes back as the guy. Listen to the numbers. Completed 268 of 434 passes, that is 62%, a 62% completion percentage. 3,596 yards, 30 touchdowns to 15 interceptions. Of course, Coach Wilson and that offense would like for him to cut down on those interceptions. But, you know, again, when you're you're a guy that's a, a slinger of the football, you're going to, you know, you're going to have some interceptions sometime. And a lot of times, as I had a chance to talk with Coach Wilson on last year, sometimes the stats don't tell the whole story. Sometimes those interceptions were not his fault. By the way, he's a guy that can scramble with the football, rush for almost 300 yards last year and nine, count them, nine touchdowns. Part of the one of the issues is going to be, and we're going to ask Coach Wilson about this, you lose a guy like a Naimi Mans who was a two-time botch to row All-American. The wide receiver was absolutely phenomenal. He had over 1,000 yards last year, and he's been one of the best wide receivers in all of HBCU football, but they got a couple of other guys coming back. But then some of the load is going to be taken off of Amir Hall because in the backfield, Robert Chesson 
170 carries, 1,128 yards, 11 touchdowns. Oh, by the way, he can also catch the football out of the backfield. Where Bowie State is going to have to improve is on the defensive side of the football. They gave up a lot of points on last year and a lot of yards as well. They have eight starters returning on the defensive side of the football and nine on the offensive side. Let's step aside, take a break, come back. We're going to be joined by the head football coach at Bowie State, Damon Wilson. You're locked in to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row. The biggest names are guests on Box to Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. You know, uh, we've been through a lot as a team. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. This is Michael Vick. Hi, this is Layla Ali. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Skylar Diggins. Hey, it's Alex Morgan with the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, I was really focused. Yeah, and I was really um, ready and serious. I'm just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.boxtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant radio. We're back with our HBCU Football Daily Podcast. And as a matter of fact, we are joined by a man in his or entering his ninth season or in his ninth season as the head football coach at Bowie State, the Bulldogs, once again playing in the CIAA championship game on last season. Had a pretty good season, but I tell you what, they got a lot returning for 2017. He's a graduate of Bowie State. He is Damon Wilson, and he joins us here on the program. What's happening, Coach Wilson? Hey, how you doing, Donald? I'm doing, I'm doing great, man. And you know, I, I, I know we talked a little bit off mic, and I mean, you got some guys returning. Uh, seven starters returning on offense, and you got a guy by the name of Amir Hall who had an absolutely phenomenal season for you, throwing for over 3,500 yards, completing 62% of his passes, 30 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Just talk about how he matured uh, from the previous season to last year and what a spectacular season he had. Amir's a great kid, man. Amir puts a lot of time in uh, with our offensive coordinator, Coach Moses Ware. And uh, he's, he's a great student of the game, but uh, his upbringing, man, his dad, mom and dad did a great job uh, laying down the foundation for him. And uh, he's, he's a pretty easy guy to coach. You know, he's a guy that you can you can put something on the board one time, and he'll retain it, and or you can, uh, you know, demonstrate on the field. And, and he's really stepped up his leadership uh, role this all season. So I'm really excited about him right now going into the season. And, uh He's, he's been a great guy to coach thus far. Yeah, I mean, what's scary is he's just a junior. And, you know, you, you I mentioned those numbers, which are some absolutely phenomenal numbers, but he's got some escapability for you as well, 266 yards rushing and nine touchdowns. Yeah, he, he's a guy that I think is a dual threat. I mean, primarily he's a pocket passer, but he's a guy that if you uh, he empty the box out, he can, he can hurt you with his legs. And that's something that uh, – we're looking to exploit a little bit more this year uh, with him in our run game. Uh, you know, you got some receivers that are returning, but I mean, we we got to talk about 
you know, the elephant in the room, if you will. Naimi Mans is, you know, he, he's he's gone for you. He was a senior last year, put in some phenomenal work for you guys, an integral part of this offense. I mean, how big of a loss is that for this offense and the connectability, if you will, between he and Amir Hall? I mean, anytime you lose a guy with a long receiving, uh, it's, it's tough to, to replace. But the good thing about our team right now, the way we're set up, you know, one guy graduates, another guy still right on in. And uh, we're going to get back uh, Kerry Pollock, who was a guy who missed last year due to injury, but he's back uh, 100%. He's a guy that caught about 75, 80 balls in 2015. So we're excited to get him back, and uh, along with Jordan Clark uh, and, and Brandon Briggs. We have some guys that I think can, uh, can still stretch the field vertically for us and make those plays that not be made for us for the last few years. Coach Wilson, what about your running back situation as, you know, you had a guy like a Chesham that did really well uh, for you, but you got some other guys that can, can kind of get it done, but Chesham is your key guy. We're, we're, we're expecting Chesson to, you know, to do do what he's capable of doing. But we have we feel as though we have four running backs that can can step in and play at any given time. Uh, but we, we we don't put a lot of emphasis on one guy uh, carrying the load for us. It's a it's a, a, a philosophy. It's a, a a team mindset that we have. So we're not going to put a lot of emphasis just on one guy. Uh, so I don't I don't really get caught up in whose name's in the paper. I just want the plays to be made. And I think we have some guys that can get different things done for us. Yeah, and that's fair. And but, but with that being said, I mean, when you got a guy like a Chesham, I mean, a hundred and two and a half yards uh, per game last year, one hundred seventy yards rushing, one thousand one hundred twenty-eight yards, eleven touchdowns. I mean, what what does a guy like that? Even though you got some other guys that you can go to, mean to this offense? It, it means a lot. I mean, he's, he's a leader. He's a guy that's uh, leading in the backfield. He's a guy that can. Can uh can catch out the backfield, and he's a guy like you said. We can handle the ball up to 15, 20 times a game and get a lot done with him. Uh, but it's very uh, uh I guess it's very exciting to have some of these guys that we have in our offense because all those guys are, are explosive explosive players. Damon Wilson in his ninth season as the head football coach at Bowie State. He joins us here on from the press box to press row. Coach Wilson, how better do you expect this defense? To be, I mean, I, you know, the numbers don't always tell the story uh, a lot of times. However, in, you know, in some of the games, uh, you look at the Winston-Salem State game, your defense gives up 43 points. Some of the games towards the latter part of the season, you were able to outscore opponents. How, you know, is that of concern? Or how much better do you think this defense will be this year? I think we'll be a lot better. I think those guys on the back end had some experience. And, uh, you know, like you said, the numbers don't always tell the complete truth. I think sometimes on special teams we put our defense in bad field uh, position. So we want to correct our special team roles, and I think that's going to help us defensively. And also we want to focus on getting off the field on third down. You know, we, we, we gave up uh, uh, too many third longs this past season, this past season, or 2016 season. So we want to eliminate those third longs, those big plays, and I think we'll be in good shape this season. Yeah, what about some of those guys you're expecting some big things from defensively? I mean, if I look at some of the numbers, Davion Nixon comes back for you, 66 tackles last year. Uh, Taylor Johnson had 48 tackles. He had five tackles for loss. Sean Copeland had 44 tackles. He had three and a half tackles for loss. Who are some of the other guys that you're looking for to step up defensively? Well, 
Well, we're looking for Cal Jackson, uh, one of our linebackers, who didn't play a lot last year because we had a couple seniors in front of him. But we're looking for him to have a big year this year. Uh, and Clark Phillips is another guy that's at the linebacker position that we're looking uh, to contribute to our defense. And on the defensive line, uh, a guy like Leke, uh that, that played some last year, he's going to help Sean a lot. And, and a guy we lost to injury uh, early part of the year is Lamar Montgomery, who's another guy that has the ability uh, to get after the quarterback and, and, and pretty strong in the run game as well. When you think back, I mean, and not necessarily last year, I mean, the, the schedule sort of shakes out as it did uh, last year, this upcoming schedule, and especially when you look at that Northern Division, which is awful, awful tough. I mean, you guys were able to rebound from a loss to Virginia Union. They lose a game down the stretch. You handle your business. It ultimately enables you to get to the championship game. First and foremost, how tough – can you talk about how much tougher this Northern Division has gotten maybe over the last five years or so? Uh, yeah, it, it definitely has toughened up a little bit. Uh, you know, we were, the Southern Division was the, the power side at one time, and uh, I think all the coaches in the CIAA have, have done a great job and with the non-conference schedule, and I think that really helps us as a conference. Uh, but from Northern Division, I mean, it's, it's no weeks off. I mean, you have to come to play every week, and, uh, you know, we have a very, very tough uh, conference, in my opinion. And like you said, that Northern Division, you got to come and play ball. I mean, teams like Virginia Union, Virginia State, I mean, those guys will be ready on, on, on any given Saturday. And it's Shawan. Shawan is a team that's always, uh, you know, taking us down to, to the wire. You know, so we're, we we have to come ready to play every week. <laughs> and then, is this the year? And, and you, listen, a couple of years ago, you guys deservedly so, even though you you know you 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 were you didn't win the championship, you were in uh, the playoffs. I mean, is this the year you feel like this team can get over the hump? I mean, because all your years, you know, you've been you've been right there. You've been competing. You've had some really good players. Is this the year that the Bulldogs can finally get over the hump? I don't believe so. You know, this is a class that uh, has been together for the last just four years. Off the line, uh, we were talking uh, all but one. One guy graduated. The other four are back. So they're in their fifth year. Uh, you know, so we have some guys that's been around and had some success. And I believe those guys are hungry. Those guys had a great uh, uh, winter workout and, and spring ball, and now they're summer conditioning. So I do believe this is the year that we can overcome that hurdle and, uh, and bring the championship back over to Boost Day. Lastly, what would that mean for you? I mean, you've been through you, – listen, it's, it's, it's one of those deals where – um, you know, you if you have a program and you've been at some places, you've been at the University of Maryland, but you're running uh, the program of your alma mater. How much does that mean to you? No, that would be big. You know, I came back when I left Clinton, uh, I was given the opportunity to be the uh, head coach at Bowie State. I came back to win championships. Uh, since, we, since I've been there, we've been in three, and we've lost all three. Uh, it'll be big for us to win the first uh, CIAA championship and going to compete in the NCAA playoffs. Uh, so I'm excited about the opportunity. I'm excited about where we are as a program and as a university. Uh, but that would be humongous, man. And it, it, it's great. Uh, it will be great to see these guys, these seniors go out with their championship ring. Nine starters returning on offense, eight on defense for the Bowie State Bulldogs. They're going to open the season on the road. As a matter of fact, their first three games on the road, it begins on Saturday, September 2nd, as they are at Seton Hill. Coach, 
Wilson, we appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Bulldogs this season. Hey, thanks a lot, dog. So there was Damon Wilson, the head football coach at Bowie State. Like I said, I really like the Bulldogs. As a matter of fact, I like the Bulldogs to win the CIAA's Northern Division. On tomorrow's HBCU Football Daily Podcast, we're going to travel a little bit south of Bowie, Maryland, and take you to Richmond, Virginia, and take a look at the Virginia Union Panthers, who are going to be really, really good themselves as well they lose a lot from last year also but we're going to break down the virginia union panthers that is on tomorrow wednesday again don't forget about our initiative hashtag hbcu 125 celebrating 125 years of hbcu football and uh, we're super excited about this and of course our daily podcast is part of our Hashtag HBCU125 initiative. I guess, again, in the coming weeks, we're going to look at uh, or rank the most influential HBCU football players uh, and our coaches of all time as well. So we'll be looking out for that in the next six weeks or so. Again, Virginia Union on tomorrow. And we'll see you then. <laughs>